Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hello and welcome to Come Along Pond, a Doctor Who discussion podcast, I think, with <laughs> your two best friends. Damler. And Elliot. Oh yeah. Sup. Sup. We're hilarious. Do you know what? We are hilarious. I don't think so. It's bloody hot today, babe. It's so, it's so warm. It's so warm. I think we're going to have to start taking summer breaks because I can't do this. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, because you know, for the sake of good audio, we're shutting windows here. Do you know what I mean? Turning fans off. It ain't it. And for the sake of each other's sanity, also wearing clothes. But you know what? I've got my iced oat latte because I'm what queer, and we're ready to get into this really fun episode. Obviously, it's not um, that bloody two-parter, is it? It's not that bloody two-parter, but that's coming next week. So chill. It's fine. It's not that family of blood two-parter. Yes, that's one. Yeah. Um, but yes, that's coming next week. We look, if you're a listener of the show, you know, we like to break it up in between the episodes because if it's just commentary on the episodes, it's boring. Come on. We want to we wanna discuss other things as well. We like to, Elliot, we like to discuss other things, don't we? I like to think, other than just episodes. If the rumours are true, sure. Yes. Yeah. Um, We're going to talk about something today that I think doesn't get enough coverage in the fandom, I think. 
the Doctor Who trailers, all of the trailers that have been released for the show. Um, but before we do any of that and get into any of that, Elliot, let's go to email corner, three mail corner, that corner there, really small, tight. Come on, let's go. Just squeezing in. Jokes, jokes on you. Newsflash: We were there the entire goddamn time. Yeah. Oh shit! You blow yeah. the cover. Reverse. <laughs> reverse. Reverse out. Anyway. Okay. Darling, Let's take just... it away. So, our first email is from Creighton, and they say, by the way, good name, Creighton. They say, yeah. Hiya, Dandler and Elliot. Long time listener, first time caller. Emailer, writer. Author. I don't know Creighton, but caller. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. My name is Creighton. Pronouns he, him. From the middle of the USA. Amazing. Amazing. I like how I like you just be like the middle of the middle of the USA. Like that's not twenty states. Brilliant. Yeah. Um <laughs> Specifics. Specifics. So two things. First, how do you feel about this new era seeming to be Russell T. Davies just bringing his friends back? Depends what you mean by a new era, I suppose. Because uh, the sixtieth, I mean, you're da- it's all damned if you do, damned if you don't. You know, I think there's lots of, rightfully so, lots of anti-nostalgia sentiment at the moment, and I agree because lots of time it's very lazy. But also, it is kind of what the anniversary specials are always based on. It's kind of why I don't enjoy them that much. But then also, you know, you bring too many people back, and people go, you know, ah, oh, this is just nostalgia bait. You bring not enough people back, people go, it's not an anniversary. Um, so you know, how do you do that in terms of then shooties era? I mean. I can't, can't really judge. I mean, what it's like, Murray Gold and and Mel, played by Bonnie Langford yeah. so far, and like, I mean, you know, Murray Gold's just a composer, and Mel, I mean, she's not been in the show properly since the eighties, so yeah, literally. I wouldn't call her a friend of Russell T Davies, but you know, uh, so I, I think it's fine. I don't uh, if 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 it was all bleeding over into the next era, it would maybe bother me a little, but uh, I think some people are a bit too quick to. Uh, jump on the assumption train there yeah no i agree i think also i think when you're a writer and you work in the industry and you know creating creating sorry if you can hear a little jingling it's my cat darcy saying hello for the millionth time hi darcy that's what i thought um get a room you know get a room get a room um funnily enough i'm sitting in her room so you know that's that anyway um when you create media it's very hard a lot of people don't think it is, and a lot of those people I don't like. But um, a lot of the time, obviously, I think bringing new people into a space and to a project is always encouraged, of course. But if you work really well with certain people and you know they're going to bring what you need, especially when there's a lot of pressure on the show to do well at the minute, I don't see anything wrong with that. And I think people need to just chill. Not saying that's what you're saying, um, but, you know, do you know what I mean? Um, yeah, but you I know, mean, we love it. Yeah, and you know, before you know, uh, Christopher Chibnall hired some really sort of new, some good, some fresh writing talent, um, and some directing talent. But also, before anybody knew that he was going to do that, right? He was just completely old guard. Knew the show had been involved with it since its revival. So, like, you don't know who. Russell's going to bring in, of course, you know, if he then doesn't bring in sort of a particularly interesting or diverse, you know, whatever, like, you know, that's, that's fine, that's, that's valid criticism, but you don't know at the moment, nobody knows, so... If we don't know! To speculate. What are you doing, Russell? 
Exactly, because <laughs> we don't know. <laughs> exactly. Um, and then finally as well, also uh, another quick question we can um, run through. How do you feel about the filming, the filming of photos and videos, knowing costumes, layouts for episodes that are going to be coming out next year? Thanks for all you do. XO, XO. Um, I mean, like, it's nice sometimes to get excited, but also people do just be sharing that stuff without any kind of warning. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And We've always talked like about this a year. little bit of what we call surprise. What's that? Never heard of it. Like, <laughs> I don't know. It's just, yeah. Some of it I'm just not, I'm just not as interested in. I, I, I like the official announcements and stuff that keeps me engaged, but the actual... Filming photos and videos, um, keep them away from my face. No, anyway, we've talked about this so many times on the podcast. Like, yeah. literally, it's so irritating because as fans, I love seeing when the BBC posts. Like, for example, when they were when they're doing like this sixties episode, which the BBC uh, Doctor Who Instagram officially posted about and Bad Wolf posted about. I love that because they want us to see that, right? But like, when there's like photos from upcoming episodes. And there's like full on costume reveals, full on scene reveals. It pisses me off to no extent. Like, um, I got spoiled for like Ruby's like, first time entering the TARDIS. Do you know what I mean? And it's like I didn't want to see that. Like, there's a thing called there's a thing called disclaimer that you can put on top of your tweet or your Instagram thing or like on TikTok. Something that I really like is where people post a, a black screen and says spoilers coming in like five seconds. So it gives you some time to be like, okay, I'm going to scroll past. Just you give can us literally some you, warning. You can literally put a filter over tweets now, but that you have to unhide tweets to be able to see photos. It just like blurs the whole thing out, and it says on it why it's blurred out. Mm-hmm. Do that. Just yeah, just do that. But yeah, so we enjoy it to a very small extent. Um, sorry, I feel like we're sounding very like negative, but it's like no, this is what we believe. This is what we believe, and I'm sorry, that's our truth. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> no, no, you sound very, you sound very lovely great and you just asked some yeah, yeah, yeah. And i'm not saying these are things that you believe but you asked us some loaded questions about things that we feel very passionate about so yes you're getting the brunt of complaining mode but <laughs> thank you for your questions good name keep it up it is a good name and we have an email here from jack and they say hey amazing duo it's kind of Batman-esque. I'm very new to the podcast. I'm loving every single bit of catching up on all your episodes i find myself nodding along with your opinions and shaking your head at some Oh, let's say justice for girl in the fireplace, which I cannot sanction. Nope, you we don't suck. sanction that. No, <laughs> you don't suck, but um, you know, just reevaluate yourself. Yeah, take some time out, have a breather, and think about what you've just said. Yeah. Um, <laughs> on my commute and at my work desk, uh, particularly, I enjoyed the spin-off reviews. It might be an unpopular opinion, but Children of Earth is arguably better than some newer series of main who uh i can't say that because i've not seen children of earth damn was nodding ahead violently uh yeah. i'm not sure if you've both seen it but in terms of spin-off i think it's absolutely elite keep up the good work uh, thank you for making my work day so much more bearable jack brackets from west yorkshire that's a funny last name um <laughs> no thank you though that's lovely and i uh, just want to say i agree with the children of earth <laughs> statement and i'll leave it there because we will be doing an episode on it and as we have just crossed past our one-year anniversary, this feels entirely appropriate because we have an, an an email from the very first person to email the show and to listen to us, I believe. Wonderful, best friend, Orla. Gorgeous, we love Orla. Inspired. Fantastic. Yeah. yeah. And fantastic. Orla says, hey, gang. Hello. 
Sending you love and support to both you and the podcast. Really loving the discussions on Series 3, as it's the Doctor and Martha who introduced me to the world of Who. That's a very good jumping on point. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. Cheeky question for you both to ponder on. Only if it's cheeky. I'll be judging judging the levels of cheekiness. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, The iconic blue box is seen as through countless regenerations of Doctor Who, epic worlds, locations, as... Creative individuals, debatable, um, but you both are. What would your TARDIS disguise be? Oh my god, that's yeah. such a good question. Also, um, if anyone isn't aware, Ola, we went to uni with Orla, so yeah, love you Orla, till the day I die. Um, literally obsessed with you. So mine, off the top of my head, because the only thoughts I express are the ones that just enter my brain, because otherwise it's just empty. Um I'd say a vending machine. Ooh. And what does it serve, that vending machine? A word I'm not going to say, but also... um, Diet Coke. Diet Coke, exclusively. (laughs) (laughs) Fully. Or one of those cake um, vending machines that you get in Vegas. Not that I've been to Vegas, but I've seen them. What about you? Uh, I don't know. It's a really really good question. Um... Really good question, actually. Jeez. I was going to say you want something really nonchalant like a car, but then you know, if you go back to like pre-revolutionary France, then you've just got a car. Yeah. Um, boring. Yeah. yeah, very boring. Boring of me. Um, what am I? I don't know. Uh, if it could double as other things, then like I'd love something like you know, Clara's diner, because I'd be like, oh, I can oh my pancakes. god, yes, like things like that. Although it's kind of a bit too bulky, I feel like people will notice it going, but. I don't know. Ideally, I think you would just want the chameleon circuit to work, where you can just blend in with everything. I feel like there's an obvious answer for you here. Oh, probably. I don't know myself half as well as other people know me. Okay, can I make? Can I answer for you on your behalf? I mean, you can suggest it, and if I think it's terrible, I'll shoot you down. Yeah, well, that's fine. I'll take my. <laughs> I'll take my chances. Um, a little indie bookshop, like really cute. Little wooden door with a little bell when you come in, ding ding, you know. Yeah, but then I'd just land and I would just stay then. (laughs) And you'd be like, I'm making some good money here. It's cute. And you know, Tardis, I can just do what I want. And yeah. Well, you're welcome for the good suggestion. Yeah, Yeah. thanks. Um, But something just completely metaphysical, like uh, I would disguise myself as the sad thoughts of winter. Why not? Yeah, a chill breeze. Either way, thank you so much for the question, all. I'm sorry that I am incapable of um, creative thoughts, but you know, Dambler's vending machine answer genuinely good. Um, but you know, you just you. message me. We'll talk. We'll talk about it at some point uh, when I've got yeah. more time to think. Yeah. <laughs> Are we doing well? Yeah, love you. Well, I'm bloody spent after that. Is that that's the episode, is it? Oh no, wait, hang on. Oh no, we've actually got to talk about stuff now, don't we? No, that was yeah. just if you like a trailer for how good we are going to be in the main bulk of the show. <laughs> a, a, yes, a, a, teaser. a teaser. Yeah, um, a TV spot, if you will. Um, <laughs> yeah, let's talk about some trailers. Let's talk about some trailers.
So today we are talking about trailers, promotional content, marketing for Doctor Who. Um, I've already done it. I've started already doing that thing where I'm just like getting, <laughs> getting flustered. Um, so we're climbing the, cre- the greasy corporate ladder and just looking at promo material for something that we already pay money to enjoy. Exactly. Exactly. Yes. Um, yes. So what we're going to do is we're going to talk about what we think are the significant trailers and adverts for Doctor Who, like mainly New Who. There's obviously a lot more than this, but we felt these were the significant iconic ones that people are more familiar with. Some of you may not be familiar with any of them. There are 21 of them in chronological order. So yeah, we're going to talk about these iconic trailers um, and what we're going to do is we're going to have a brief chat about them and then we're going to talk about how relevant it was and if it was good in what it actually is there for, which is creating hype, creating some buzz. We're going to rate it out of five. And at the end, we're going to do a classic ranking, aren't we? You know, back and forth, tit for tat. And we're just going to, are we just going to critique, you know, critique it as well, you know, on just a yes. personal level if we like it. Yeah. Some, some subjective, some objective, big old rank off. No, hang on. And then, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Home for dinner. Exactly. Um, warning before we get started. Uh, this is something that I personally do as part of my actual job. Like this is something I I um I'm very passionate about trailer editing and yeah yeah it's gonna be it's gonna be a a nice one because like I said Damla does it for her job so it's something she's she's very good at um so there's oh thank be you <laughs> that actual ability to you know know how things should be cut and timed um alternatively though I don't have the requisite editing experience but we do both love a trailer we do no we do and we do just watch them sometimes separate of movies so i'm not completely blind but also nowhere near as talented so it's going to be interesting it's going to be interesting it's one of those things because it's like when i say i'm warning everyone it's not because i'm like because i know what i'm talking about and then blah 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 it's not like that no nothing like that it's more that i'm really annoying about it like i will bring up <laughs> things that no one else has noticed and it'll be like oh i roll but i would be Foolish not to include that, I feel like, because that is how I analyse these kind of things. Um, it's time for the most annoying episode of the Come Along Pond podcast, yeah. <laughs> but it's like, you know, you're you're the writer here, I'm the video editor. Do you know what I mean? We both have our roles and things that we are passionate about. Um, so I just want to give you a forewarning that I, I me, Damla, I'm probably going to be pretty irritating. So without further ado, let's talk about the first trailer. Trip for a lifetime. Okay, so we got our first trailer, series one, Trip of a Lifetime. This was the first big teaser slash trailer for the first series of Doctor Who in 2005 with Chris, a little bit of Billy, and some, quite frankly, iconic shots. What are you thinking? Because this trailer gets a lot of like, it's, it's, it's become a meme at this point, especially the one, this, is, this isn't the one of Billy going, I've got a choice. That's different. That's like a 20 second thing. So we didn't include it because this one's actually got weight and things. Um, but I feel like it has become quite iconic, hasn't it? Because of how camp it is. Yeah. But also, I think on a fundamental level, it's just not not really very well put together, is it? Like It is a bit... Yeah. Like I, have, I have good nostalgia pang watching it. 
And you're going to find yeah. out that throughout this, what I enjoy is trailers that are kind of custom made, you know, when they're talking to the audience and stuff, and it's not just clips of things happening. I like the I like the effort they go to to make special trailers. But, I mean, it's kind of bizarre, really, isn't it? I mean, like maybe it's more in the style at the time, but if it was just if it was just Chris standing in the console room saying those lines, oh, ten times better, amazing, perfect trailer. But the intercutting of the weird fire when he's running through a tunnel and the techno remix of the theme and all the reverb on his lines. I'm just like, what are we watching here? What's going on? I don't like this. So, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I don't so, like so this is interesting. We're already going to differ on this. I think this is high camp. And I, actually I mean, it is, but I, so... I thought, I thought you'd hate it on a te- from a technical level. I thought you but this is rubbish. And I can see why you think that, but I don't, I actually really like <laughs> it. I think, especially the shots of Chris running are extremely well done. Like I actually think it looks really good. Like the shots. I mean, yeah. Look- the really effect good. is really good. It's just they're spliced in nonsensically, almost seemingly at random. I don't know. I just, it just hasn't look, got that I, pace to it. I don't think you know. I totally agree with you. The thing is, I agree with what you're saying, but fundamentally, <laughs> when I watch it, I'm like, "Oh my god, I love it!" Like, like don't get me wrong, it is it is fun. It gives us a taste of the vibe of the upcoming season, and it really creates excitement, yeah. in my opinion. And I think that's exactly what it needs to be doing. Um, I would have liked a bit more Billy in there. I just think it was a very Chris centric. She sort of shows up at the end, doesn't she? Stands there. Yeah. yeah. But then again, I do think adding the I've got a choice line. Um I just love how like if any of you know this Instagram account I'm about to mention, you are iconic. Uh Love of Huns, for example, posts about this on Instagram where they're always like, Do I go out tonight or have a takeaway? Insert clip of Billy. I've got a choice. <laughs> Just stay at home, you know, whatever. You, you you know, if you know, you know. But um, I don't know. I like it. It's fun. I really like how, like, pitch shifted the theme tune is. I don't know why. It's just, I, it's it's cool. Yeah, I wonder if they were trying to keep it a secret. Because it starts, I'm like, oh, they're just going to play the theme. And then it, like, goes into, like I say, kind of some kind of dance mix version. I wondered if, like, maybe it's because they weren't playing I don't think the they were done. Yet. I don't think they were done. Yeah, though. Maybe Murray was yeah. doing, yeah. He's doing like so, some final tweaks on it, maybe. Um, so it's fun to hear like that sort of early you know, concept stuff, but it's yeah. not good. It's all right. But do, do you think, so I think I think this created, from what I understand, you can actually comment on it more because you were going to watch the show at the time, like you were there to watch Rose. Do you think it worked in creating hype? Do you feel like it was very, it was it was relevant to the marketing of the show? Yeah, I think I think it does. It it gets the tone quite well. It's not your granddaddy's Doctor Who, um, no. And also, I think for television standards of the time in two thousand five, it's a perfectly serviceable piece of marketing. Uh, it's just yeah. with the hindsight of eighteen years. Jesus Christ. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's 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 not great, but I think yeah, I think it it, nail, it nails its brief. I'm just I, I'm I'm unsure of. If I like the brief, I guess. <laughs> I feel that. I feel that. Um, okay, so out of five, what are we giving the Series 1 trailer? Uh, two. I'm giving it a four. I'm going right up there. Honestly, I, that's my truth. Ugh. It's my fucking truth. Do you uh, know what I mean? Can I, 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 can, I can drop a spoiler in now, and then we can... Uh, I'll drop it in so completely devoid of any other sound that we can then decide whether or not to get rid of it. But um, okay. here it goes. I've not given any of these a five. Oh, here's another spoiler yeah. for you. 
I've only given one of them a five. Oh. <laughs> um, I just, in watching them, there's n- n- nothing nails it 100%. It's just something, in my opinion. Do you think that's going to come in the future for you? Hopefully. I'm hoping. Yeah. I, I think with where trailers are nowadays, I mean, with the trailers are an art form. And if you disagree, then get, get out of here. But they are an art form and they have really transformed into their own thing in the last, I want to say, like five years. Like really, really and truly. Gone from having to just be, make this movie look fun, have some clips, have some music, make people want to go see it. So like, they almost have to have, they almost have to tell a complete story. They have to have a first, second and third act that sells you on the the plot of the the film within two, two and a half minutes. And uh, it's really, it's really incredible. And yeah. I can see them going down that path. They're not quite there yet, but they're going down. Yes. They've learned a lot from modern trailer conventions. But that's for later. Yeah. I just think people need to remember that uh, creating trailers and producing them is a whole... Fucking hard. Whole, it's a whole production in itself, as weird as that sounds. It's insane. And it's so difficult, especially when they only give you access to, like, you know, oh my God. things. We're going to get to that in some of the trailers <laughs> later. We're going to talk about that. Yeah. So... Let's go to the next one. Here we are at the OK Corral for Series 2. Just a trailer. I call it the trip of a lifetime, but not. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. It's the B-Tech version. Let's be real. Yeah. Although, in my case, it's it's the A-level version because it does what that's trying to do, but better and sleeker. No, disagree. Disagree. I disagree with you. I mean, look, this was my introduction to the series. I've mentioned this before on the pod. Um, This trailer made me want to watch the show. So in a way, yes. In in answering the question of, is it relevant? And did it work in creating hype? Yes, because I was like, who are they? I want to know more. So you know what I mean? Like, It's a very exciting trailer. It is very exciting. And like, you know, it's a shame you only have access to like a 240p version. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Um. And it, it does a that thing that, you know, I mean, should be, I guess, kind of like editing kind of 101 at that point, but like David telling you what to expect and then cutting to relevant imagery of episodes that show the thing that he's talking about. Like, he's like, Alien Worlds, and then they show an Alien World. It's like, all right, yeah, good, okay, that's, this is this has a, a bit more of an understanding of at least editing conventions, I guess. I get that. I get that. I yeah. do get that. But, I mean, it's definitely not as iconic. I think it, it, it hits the brief better. In my opinion. That's a fair point. I think I'll give you that. Um, I do like that Billy's more involved. Yeah, she's got her Impossible Planet fit on. Oh. So it tells you when they're filming this. Exactly. Also, something I want to say, and the thing that really, really knocks it down for me, why is David always standing up? <laughs> he just keeps standing up in slow motion. He's like, oh, I've fallen. Get back up. Oh, oh my God. I, I thought like... you had it. I think you can say the, uh, the the thing that sort of knocks it knocks it back for me, and sort of tell you probably about how quickly these were turned around is uh, there's that shot from New Earth where they're sliding down the uh, lift shaft, and uh, the music from the original episode is still playing. No, is it? Yeah, or like the set, or the sound is so crunched on it that it just sounds impossible. But yeah, I'm pretty sure. Should we do some live experimenting? Oh Let's do some live experimenting. Absolutely, they've left the music in in the background. Absolutely. How embarrassing is yeah. that? 
That's so embarrassing. What are you doing? Do you not have stems, sound stems? If you don't know what stems are, just in case you don't know, so they're the separate kind of audio layers. So you've got the dialogue separate, the music separate, and the effects separate. What they should have done is just press, you know, disable on the music in the background. It's not that hard. Maybe they didn't have access to it. Still weird, though. Yeah, I mean, to be fair, they were still doing these on, like, CRT monitors. Yeah, exactly. Well, but, yeah. It's, it, oh, God. Yeah, it's uh, it makes me laugh every time. But basically, to round this one off, um, David stopped falling over and then standing up in slow motion. It's weird. I don't like it. Um, but yeah, and I think it creates hype, for sure. Because again, it got me to watch the show. Um, out of five, for me, I'm giving it a two and a half. Oh, I didn't think you were going to get so serious with the, the, the half marks. Uh, I'll give it a three. You're giving it a three. Yeah. That's fair. That's fair. I really like it. Series three. Boy, this is fun. Yeah. This is really fun. I really like it. I this. really like it. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's the, uh, it's maybe the, the best Russell one. Um, that's. Oh, so I don't agree with that. I, oh, I, agree. I don't agree with that. That split is so well done. It's so iconic as well. I remember that in my head. Like, it's so strongly, like, as a bit of marketing and as a, a use of like imagery. I remember that being available as a wallpaper before the show came out. I remember it being in newspapers, like having them being like presented as equals, which they're not presented as in the show, but you know, listen to our reviews for that. Um, I think it's a bit short. It's on the short side, but mm. it does deliver the message for me. We introduce you to Martha and it's kind of her trailer, really. I just love the parallels between the two of them. I think, you know, like I have to, uh, I'm studying to be a doctor I am a doctor, you know, I am the doctor, sorry. Um, you know, like, I like that. I really like that. Um, and, you know, we've got a montage at the end, which was really great. It really showcased the visuals of the series as well. Really good shot selection. It converges you know? in the middle into the TARDIS doors. It's so cool. And they're both standing there. We love symmetry here. It's just really simple, but done really well. I do think you could have a bit more in there. I just feel like it was t- a bit on the short side. I really do. I feel like they could have had an extended version. Maybe there is an extended version, which I'm unaware of, but... Yeah. Sometimes I do like, um, especially with the like, early teasers as well, so I don't know when this all came out, but like, I like when you just get a burst of things. Um, like, I know people I know people get angry about it still, even now, because people have a problem letting things go, but like, I think one of the best teasers ever is that like first Skyfall teaser that has like <gasps> only yes. a few shots at the beginning with some dialogue, and then you get that really quick, like, maybe even five second bursts of images of like action and it's over quickly but it just gives you that really cool like oh and then of course there's a proper trailer months down the line but it sells you on the idea really well but i like sometimes just short bursts of action to show you the action things it's supposed to you know what that does it creates a vibe it creates an energy and that's what you need you need to get a sense of the vibe of what you're about to watch but i would say definitely and there's someone around the time of watching the show this created buzz and hype and i think it's extremely relevant in the marketing of the show. Would do you, would you agree? Yeah, this feel it does feel very serious story. From the music to the sort of quite cheeky kind of fun of it, but also the way the characters are describing themselves. I think, it, yeah, it feels very, very relevant. It doesn't feel odd or out of tone with series three. So out of five, what, what, what are you giving it? Oh, the big four, baby. Big four. Yeah, because like you say, they're still not, it's still not perfect and yeah, maybe a bit short. Uh, and the clip selection is maybe not amazing, but yeah, it's a it's a four. It's really good. It it, it knows what it wants to do, and it does it bloody well. 
I gave it a three and a half out of five, literally purely for the fact that it's a bit too short. Literally for that reason alone. If it was longer, it'd probably be a four or four and a half. You know, like it's really effective. So now we have what I lovingly refer to as, uh, in my notes, S4 Campfire. Of course, in the series 4 Campfire. Um, yeah. Yeah. So the, camp, the Campfire trailer, because <laughs> you know what this is doing? It's looking camp right in the eye, right in the eyeball. Fucking stunning. This holds up to this day. I will die. I'm a ride or die for this trailer. Like the visuals are genuinely stunning in this. Like genuinely, really well thought out. Genuinely, really well presented. Do you know what I sometimes think about? Like because I'm an editor and I'm weird. I, I love a transition, right? And I love a transition that's really well thought out. And the transition of the ood, in the ood, like you know, the orb that they hold into the Dalek, and then the shot of ten in the Dalek eye stalk. All of those really seamless, gorgeous visuals and transitions. I'm just like, oh my. God, it's so good. It's so good. I don't like it. Um, oh man, what? Why? Why you got to be this way? Because it is incredibly well put together. But what? This is not. This is not series four at all. It's way too. This feels way too edgy. It feels it, like this fire, and you know, you got the the epic music, which I mean, that's a reoccurring theme. Some of the some of the epic music that they use. Um, but yeah, like it's incredibly well put together. I just it just doesn't fit the vibe of what I think about when I think of ten and when I think of Donna and when I think of series four. I don't like it. I don't like it. Because Bro. like it is it is camp. It is fun. But any other era I might go, Yeah, okay. But for this era, nah man. It ain't it ain't it. I just think it's so well put together, so cohesive. And I love that it has a colour palette, which is burnt orange, which is what the 10th Doctor is. The 10th Doctor, in a colour, is burnt orange. Like, fight me. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I like, it's con- it's consistent. That's what it's doing. does all of its transitions well. has a very clear, well-thought-out creative vision behind it. I just don't think the creative vision works for that oh, series of the man. show. And it means I don't like it. I do feel like, though... And you know what? That's your truth, and that's fine. Um, but like, I just feel like it definitely worked at the time as well in creating hype because everyone was like, "Oh, look at all the monsters that are going to appear!" And like, oh yeah, Donna's back, you know. Um, yeah. If anything, for me, I'm going to go straight to the rating because it's relevant to the comment I'm about to make. Right? I give it a four and a half out of five. I love this. I really love this. The only thing that's knocking it down for me, literally, I know this is really short, but I think it works being really short. The only thing that knocks it down for me is I don't like the way Donna's presenting herself. I feel like she could have acted. I feel like they could have made Catherine speak a bit more like Donna in the episode. She's more talking like a presenter, which I'm not a fan of. Yeah, that's what um, I mean. It's just like, it's like I watch that and I don't go, oh, it's it's Donna talking about how she wants to leave home. It's just Catherine going, yeah. we'll be gone. I just, I mean, I do love the just like that, we'll be gone. I mean, it's very, yeah, because it's very silly. And we've mentioned it before. I love it. Um, but I just think she could have literally, if she was speaking more like Donna, this would be four marks for me, genuinely. Like every time I watch it, I get a shiver up my spine. And that shot of Tennant in the eye stalk, oh, oh, it's so good. It makes me literally getting chills. Like I l- love that. Were you giving it a five though? BC, that's that's the thing. See, that for me, her not being like Donna is indicative. I think of the whole trailer's issue with being very out of step with its series that it's trying to represent. So again, I do think it's incredibly it's incredibly well put together. 
So the like the marks I'll give it are all for technical marks, but like actually in terms of representing its series and its character at the heart of it, it doesn't achieve it very well. It's a two. Oh, guys, it's getting it's getting heated. Much like this trailer, because it's by a fire. Okay, we're in. We're on to the series four preview. Um, this is perfect. This is actually perfect. This is. This. Is still talked about to this day. People still reference this trailer for a reason. You know. I like it. I think in terms of editing, this has the best editing. Genuinely, mm. like in terms of editing style and actual like you know, composition of shots and transitions, everything. Just like, the fa- right, I hate fades to black. I absolutely despise them most of the time. When they're used well, I love them. Oh, yeah. There's, this uses them well. There's, there's a trailer later on. I can't remember which one it is, so I can't even say spoilers, because I, I don't know which one, uh, where my criticism, you know how much I hate this, it's the, uh, it's the you've got a music track playing, and then you do the vroom, 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 fade to black have a, a scene or a line of dialogue happen and then I reprise it, hate it, doesn't work, kills pacing dead. Mm-hmm. It does work mm-hmm. in a sort, but there's a trailer later on where it kills the pacing dead by doing that because it's shit. I wish people would stop using it. Dune part two trailer, looking at you. Um, <laughs> looking at you right there. Yeah. Uh, but again, the thing is, I like this. I like this a lot, but I have kind of, I guess, the same issue right where like the all of the, a lot of the stuff kind of feels a bit out of step of what I associate with series four. But I do really like it. I like it a lot. I like it more than the campfire one. Um, I also just love as well. People just don't care about spoilers. You got Rose. You got Martha. They're just in there. Yeah, I will say that does bother me. I don't like big spoilers. But I think at that point I mean, we'd known that they were coming back. And even, I believe even it was if, announced. Even if they didn't as well, right? Like Rose is on TV screens throughout like every fucking story in series four anyway. Exactly. So Martha's probably, if anything, the bigger surprise if no one knew she was coming back. Something I remember from this time that sticks out in my head is that shot of Martha coming out of that green goop. It Mm. actually scared me. I was like, why is Martha why, whoa, whoa. You know? Yeah, I wish it was as interesting in the story. Yeah. But, um, (laughs) save it. Um, but yeah, no, that is a really interesting shot to include. I think it's a really good shot. I just think people still reference this trailer and the style of it, like you know the dun 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 dun. dun. Ah! It's camp. It's giving. And I think as well, it sort of has that starting of like trailers kind of being their own art form, where like that shot of Martha is deliberately chosen to throw you off a little bit. Yes. And I know yes. obviously now a lot of people get kind of pressed about trailers supposedly lying to you but you know it's that kind of start of how modern trailers will show you very deliberate things that are meant to throw you off sense about plots and things like that because you know it's interesting so yeah no i i like it um but for because i have the same uh issues with it and so i'm always kind of a bit like oh there's rose and there's arthur in here <laughs> it's a it's a three but it's like i always feel like Three sounds like it's really low, but I, you know me by now. Three is like this is good. I'm having three is like I'm, this is good. I'm having a good time. I just don't love it. Exactly. Yeah. No. It's, three is a good rating. Um, I'd say for me it's a five, honestly, out of five, because even just the way like the use of Donna's conversation with Wilf is used, and it sets up the season perfectly, and the montage of scenes and action just gives us enough without re- revealing too much as well. I guess and, this like, is probably the first time you, know, you find out that Wilf is her granddad. Yeah. 
well, from from five out of five perfection to the stupidest shit in the fucking universe, uh, <sighs> series five. So this is so we're going to talk about two trailers for series five. This is the teaser that is just specifically another one that's like specifically filmed for the marketing use. So it's the one of uh, Eleven and Amy lying in a field and then it explodes. You know what we're talking about. Yeah. Um, this is the dumbest shit I've ever seen. What the fuck is going on? <laughs> purpose-built trailers. I like. It starts really promisingly. Mm. And then, it does. And then it does. the ground explodes. Um, and they, they fall into the 13th Doctor's title sequence. Um, and then there's that really bad... And I know that their budget's not very high. But the fucking yeah. the, the effect on them spinning around is so bad. Like when it's on their faces, they're like really juddery. Um, it's so funny. Um, the music, I mean, it's so 2010, but really bad. Um, well, I think. Funnily enough, funnily enough, the only good thing for me in this trailer is the music. I really like it because it's giving Alice in Wonderland. Yeah, it's so giving I think it's just the too, vibe of that era. It's just too like that's the thing. Like it, it's of that era, but it's just too. It, it's so it sounds so dated, or I associate it too much with that like time. And I mean, you know, not that like the dance remix of the theme doesn't from series one, but like, yeah, there's another in series five. I will I will set this up now because you know sometimes these don't do a bigger numbers as people who just listen to the episode. So if you're listening to this, I probably like you. There might be an episode in series five uh, that's whole entire emotional climax is ruined by the fact that it has really shit dated indie music in it. Come back when we talk about series five to find out my opinions about that. But yeah, like I think it's a fun concept. The idea of them falling through a void or something and seeing the Doctor's greatest foes is really cool. They just don't have the budget to do the blue screen very well. Why does the field explode? Why can't they just be falling through a void anyway? Yeah, and exactly. And the funniest thing I've ever seen. Because I'd never, I had never, I'd never seen this before. I'd never seen this before. Genuinely, <gasps> I'd never seen this. Really? I didn't, I didn't know about this. Right, I've not watched this trailer before. Um, like I have no memory, no memory of seeing it on TV. Um, and so when the field exploded for the first, time, I was like, okay, that's kind of funny. And then we went through. I was like, okay, right, you know, I like a purpose-built trailer. Okay, that's kind of whack and camp, whatever. Then at the end, I was like, oh, well, you know, it's okay. And then what took it down to a very low rating is the CGI Silurian head bursting up out of the ground. Just killing Amy Pond by like blowing, <laughs> blowing her like over to the other side of the field, covered in rubble and dirt. Um, and I'm like, it's only a Silurian. It's not even like it's a Dalek or a Sil. It's it's a Silurian, and those Silurian designs are shit as well. Do you know what I thought you were going to mention, babe? The fucking wrestling of a fucking weeping angel. What what are you doing, I mean, man? That is also really stupid as well. Because you can't do that. But but the Silurian head is the one that caught me off guard most because everything stopped and then suddenly a giant head burst back through the ground and it was hilarious and made a rubber. Like, <laughs> if you're going to do that, would you not use another iconic creature from the series? Oh, I don't know, Prisoner Zero. Do you know what I mean? Like, there's so many other ones. That's the thing, it's not, like, it's not even like the, the Silurian doesn't look like a Silurian. Yeah, I mean, like, the redesign is so different to how they look originally that it's not even like people that go, oh my yeah. god, it's the Silurians. No one knows what that is. Do you know what as well? Do you know what as well? You literally have the crack in time to play with and you didn't use that? Yeah. Why can't they fall through the crack in time? Yeah, like, what are you doing? Like, it's so stupid. Like, I remember this trailer coming out because I remember seeing it on TV, right? I remember this. And I know that Matt had big shoes to fill, so they wanted to make an impact and show how the show was going to go in a fairy tale storyline, right? But you did that? 
Like, what are you doing? I don't know. And like, you know, it, it shows that the show is going in a different direction. And I think it achieves that to a very, very small extent. But it's so random. And it's like, I remember the Doctor wrestling a weeping angel being very, 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 a big topic of conversation at the time. Because you literally can't do that because you will just turn to stone. But, you know, let's leave that there. Another good thing about it, though. One, so the only two good things about it for me, I like the music and I love the shot the framing of Matt saying, where do you want to start? That's a really good shot. Um, but, you know, overall, if I'm giving it a rating, it's getting a two. Yeah, no, I've given it a two because, yeah, like, it's not good, but also, like, it's kind of, I, I like how stupid it is and... Yes, exactly. It's not, like, atrocious, it, but it is really stupid. So, yeah, no, it's a two. The crack in time was right there. That's what I'm saying. Now we got the series five preview, which I believe came at the end of the eleventh hour, as well. Oh, okay, that makes sense. For me, this really worked at the end of the eleventh hour, and it really raised my excitement. I think the music, so the instrumental track used underneath, is so good. I can't find it anywhere. I wish I could. I really like it. I think it could have had more dialogue. I think it was just a lot of music and visuals, which you know isn't always a bad thing. But I really, I, I quite like this one. Um, it's not amazing, it's not perfect, but I think I think the lack of sound design really puts me off it as well. It's just a lot of music. and Like, add some... Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, sound design. That's why I don't like I don't really like it, because, you know, it just feels a bit sort of... Mm. Um, this, is, this is sounds really bad, because it's a background that you're from, and it's not what I mean, because there are people who do this very well. But it feels like, yeah, a, yeah. It feels like a very generic... Fan made teaser. Yes. No, it does. No, it like, actually does. The I music does yeah. The music is not licensed, so it's not Mori Gossip. It doesn't fit with the tone, and it's just thrown in. And like you said, yeah. there's no real sound design. It's just clips of things happening. There's no dialogue. It really didn't work for me. There are a couple of things I like though, like the you know the yeah the clips are good. It would be exciting at the end of the eleventh hour to see that. I would probably be excited. You know, if I had if I wasn't looking at it through a critical lens, I'd probably be like, oh, look at all the fun clips happening. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, I agree. And something I love, I do, so I don't like. I feel like we discussed this in the past. I don't like the DW logo. No, it's awful. But I love the way at the end with it fading in and out with the lantern flashing yes. on top of the TARDIS. A really cool effect. I agree. Yeah, caps off the trailer really nicely. I think. No, I think I think yeah, no, I think everything you said there is completely accurate. I still enjoy it because of the vibe and I remember the excitement. It for me it created buzz for the series. It absolutely did. Um, oh yeah, I can see it definitely like create creating excitement. But it is giving fan edit a little bit. Yeah. I agree. But if there was more sound design and a little bit more dialogue in there, I think it would have been it, it could have easily been one of the best ones mm-hmm. today, but it, it doesn't have that. So uh for that reason, I give it a three and a half out of five. Mm. I'm being a little harsher and I give it a two. I feel like I want to put mine down now. I want to put mine down. I, I really do. I can, only no, think, do you know what? I can only think of like two things that I like about it, really. So. I've given it a three out of five, guys. I've, I've put it down. I've taken that half point away. See, for, weirdly for me, I remember a lot of the Series 5 marketing as being quite like low-key. Like, you used to get the DW logo just kind of showing up on like BBC One. Like, it would... Yes. Like, sort of just that logo would appear with like dates and stuff yes. attached to it, which I remember being really cool and being excited for. I don't actually remember watching these trailers. See, I remember watching most of these, I'll be honest. But then again, that's because it's my area of interest and I'm a loser. 
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. So we have the one trailer for Series 6, or it could just be any trailer for anything ever made, because we're back into generic town. We're back into generic territory. This is not a good trailer. No, it's not. It sets up the show well the season really badly because it's suggesting the series is centered around river song when it isn't like that quote should have come in the middle at the start which is like you know the doctor's finally going to find out who i am and it's like no that needs to come in the middle because then you're like oh we're also going to find out who river is in this series cool it makes it feel like it's all about river in series six which it isn't um it just it doesn't feel like a doctor who trailer it's epic music with you know and when I say epic music, I don't mean this in a good way. It's epic music with yeah, yeah, yeah. imagery of things happening, like like the collection of clips they use and like some of the dialogue choices that they play are really good. I just like I don't know, it it, it its problem is that for me as well, it also just just highlights a time of the show that I don't like when they're really trying to like sell it to American audiences. Um so it yeah. has to be like Yes, exactly. Big and yeah. um, bold and it's my problem with a lot of Moffat stuff not even just the marketing it's trying to be epic and cool and it's missing the mark yeah it I think I think you'll agree with me when I say this I think this trailer feels really random and disjointed Mm -hmm. it's really random disjointed and it's like it's not even being ambiguous in the way a trailer should be it's just being random and like, because it's... I don't love, I, you know, I, I, I don't love series six, but I, I don't hate series six, but I don't love it. But there is definitely a lot of stuff you could do to make series six feel really atmospheric, yeah. and they just don't. I think, do you know what? This is the start for me from going forward in this episode. This is where we start seeing that you can tell when an editor has been given a handful of shots, hmm. because they're not that you can tell they've just not been given a lot from the series. They've just been given certain things, um, and. Sorry, as a counterpoint to that, though, I do also feel like kind of from here, not always, but kind of from here, they start to get a bit more in lane with actually knowing how to market the show. Yeah, I think so. But I will say, like, what I mean by, like, being given a handful of shots is because a lot of them have this awful slow motion effect on them. And you can tell that they've had to extend them for time because they've given such a small amount that, like, of, like, maybe a a cut from dailies or something that they have to, like, extend that shot. Like, and I hate that awful slow motion sound sound effect, uh, visual effect that they use, that slow motion effect. It's not great. Um, but again, that's something that probably only someone like me would notice because I hate that shit. Um, so out of five, what are you giving it, Elliot? Uh, a two. I'm giving it a one out of, a 1.5 out of five. I really don't like this trailer. It's not good. It's not good. Sorry. Sorry. It's, it's not good, but there is worse for me to come. 
Okay, so Series 7. This one is the one that basically advertises the first part of Series 7. Um, yeah, so Series 7A, and then we've got Series 7B one as well. Yeah. So I was on Tumblr at this time. This is when I was in the throes of Tumblr. <laughs> um, the throes of Tumblr, the, the the absolute peak of Doctor Who Tumblr. This is what this trailer reminds me of. The The hype for this was insane. Like, on your For You page... For You page? No, that's a TikTok reference. Sorry. On your dashboard... Ah, throwback, dashboard. On Tumblr, this is all I saw. This is what anyone saw. Even if you don't like Doctor Who, this is all you would see. The baby weeping angel was a moment <laughs> for everyone. I remember. Honestly, guys, I'm having fun. I'm having a lot of fun here. Sorry. Like it's not. It's not great. It's not great, but it's. I'm having fun. It's. It's a marked improvement. Like it manages to make the line dinosaurs on a spaceship actually kind of work and fit in and not just feel really horny. Yeah. Like it works in the trailer as like a funny little trailer sting. It knows the tone of the era. Like I said, it has some generic, like, it does, yeah. oh, epic stuff. But I don't know. I think the pace is good. Like, the music is really, really good. The the selection of the clips that they have access to and yeah. use are really sort of interesting. They're quite kinetic. They're not all just, like, boring shots. So it's not great, but, like, it's actually kind of pacey yeah. and a bit punchy, and I enjoy it. I like, specifically, I really like the quote from the two robots from Dinosaurs on the Spaceship, and they're like, we're very cross with you. And it's like, ah. Oh, interesting. Yeah, you know, like, uh, it's good. But um, I think I I love the quotes they selected in this. This is some of the best dialogue that they selected from the show, I think. Um, But it does feel just a tad bit fanservice-y for me rather than delivering a nav- narrative. It does feel just more fanservice-y for me. What, what's fanservice about it? I don't know, like, just some of the quotes that they used, like, you know, Geronimo and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, and, like... And then, like, yeah, it just it, it's giving more like we're Doctor Who than here's the narrative that could potentially be in the show. But overall, sorry, gone. You make no. Me I was just gonna sometimes though. I do like it, and there are a couple of trailers coming up where I, I uh, the trailers around them lose their identity, and I do I did find occasionally find it really refreshing to have a trailer that's just saying we're Doctor Who. Yeah, fair enough. Okay, that's fair enough. Sometimes I like sometimes I like that. This one no, it didn't work super well, but sometimes I really like it. So, so we're giving out five. Oh, a three. Valiant, valiant effort. Good stuff. Had fun. Me too. Me too. Snap. Hell yeah. And now we have the Series 7B, the bisexual back half of Series 7. Um, oh my god, yes! So, yes! But this, this is one I... Meaning when I'm saying sometimes it's refreshing, in my opinion, to have a trailer that's just like, hey, yeah, we're just Doctor Who. I, I really, really enjoyed... Yes. This one... It's got that. It's got the same pace and the same energy, but I don't know. It just feels slightly more coherent, slightly more put together. It pre- it presents some narrative mysteries, even if I don't necessarily feel one hundred percent about where they're going. You know, the idea around who Clara yeah, yeah, is, yeah. stuff like that. I think it's really, really well put together. It's really short, snappy, but sets up some intrigue and lets you know we're back for some fun. We can have fun. You basically just said everything I wrote down, but really succinctly. Um, it's good, absolutely. Isn't it? I think. It's really good, and I think the trailer—the best bit of the trailer—is the ending with the mystery of Clara, like the woman twice dead. Like, I mean, the the quote: "Well, she's rather pretty, isn't she?" Makes me want to fucking gouge my eyes out and my ears out. Um, but um, it's it really knows what it's doing because I remember again at the time I really remember this trailer coming out, and everyone again on Tumblr was gifting the fuck out of it, 
and like <laughs> quoting the fuck out of it, like being like, who is Clara? You know, I remember I made a fan edit at the time, just saying, um, because I'm a loser again, uh, of using a lot of clips from this. Cause I just, I loved the mystery around her at the time, at the time. Um, this is, uh, again, where like, I think it's going to come back up a few times now from this point forward where like, you can tell they're really working with rushes or dailies because a lot of the shots just weren't color graded at all. And they were, they looked really strange. So yeah. And it kind of, it does again, because I'm weird and annoying. I can tell when things like that are being used. So yeah. Yeah. But, uh, out of five, I'm giving it again, a three personally. Ooh, I'm giving it a four. Giving it a four? Tickle, okay. tickle the right places. Yeah. I see you with that four. Okay, so this next trailer, it almost feels unfair to include it because it's so of its own thing that, but we had to because it's iconic. Do you know what I mean? Like if I didn't include it, it would feel wrong, but also including it feels wrong in a way because this is just a production, this trailer. This is the Day of the Doctor 50th year trailer. It's, it's, it's interesting. The time and the work that it must have taken just to do oh my God. this is insane. And it's mad. Obviously, it's nice to see some of the old gang, though, of course, noticeably some doctors get more attention than others, which feels a bit strange. Um, of course, you know, rightly, rightly starting giving attention to William Harlow is like lovely because he's, you know, the first original and best, some may say, but you know, he's up front. But then it just kind of, you go, oh, look, it's, it's Patrick Trout. And you go, oh, that's nice. And then it's like, and there's number four. You go, okay, but he's not next. And it's like, three, five, six, seven, eight. Like, what? Sorry? No, nine, ten. Nine. Oh, look, here's ten. And then it's just kind of like, wait, hang on, what's going on? Um, I kind of actually applaud the choice of not using any clips from the episode. They probably didn't have them, but I just like how much how much mystery and kind of... This feels more epic than the next one because it doesn't show you anything from it, so it builds the suspense whilst also kind of telling you what you're going to be in for. I like it. But it's not great. The main message of this trailer for me, I think, is obviously just it's celebrating the show and going, we're going to give you something that's epic and cool and we want to celebrate the show. I really love this a lot. This is... I lied. You know when I said earlier that the, the Series 4 preview was my only 5? I lied. I lied. This is also a 5 for me. Um, I don't like it that much. I, I, I absolutely adore this. I think... I love that the doctors almost look like waxworks. Mm. That effect, and Which I think it works. It's like it's like a museum. Do you know what I works mean? Works on lots of them except maybe four when he's falling. Yeah, he was a bit weird, but no, I just think I like it. This almost is like we're walking through. <laughs> Elliot showing me the exact pose. Amazing. God, you guys are really missing out without having visuals from this. Um, I just think it almost feels like we're walking through a museum, yeah. and I really like that. Uh, we'll say though, who the hell is that supposed to be in Sarah Jane's crystal ball that she's holding? Is it Jim Pertwee again? You know? <laughs> yeah, not great. He just it's not him. It's not him. I who do, is that? I do, however, enjoy that he's having a sword fight with the master inside the TARDIS. That does please me. But do you agree that that's not his face? That's just not his face at all. Uh, one sec. It, live research. Live research. Oh yeah, it's not a good angle. No, he looks. And that's also definitely not Roger Delgado from the back either. It's very, uh, very, no. very fun surprise. It looks, looks like, um, looks like Mark Gatiss dressed up as the Third Doctor. Oh my god! It probably was. It probably was. Um, I mean, I've got some nitpicks though. As much as I think it's perfect to an extent, I do think there's some bits and bobs. So, like, uh, the image they used of the Tenth Doctor is really odd. 
it's just very flat. And like, cause the rest of it looks very, very well-rounded and like three-dimensional and everything. There's some of the shots they used of like Chris and David, obviously they're just promotional shots, but they could have made them look a bit more. They probably just ran out of time. Yeah, they probably just ran out of time, I think, in terms of VFX and stuff. Uh, I love the rock anthem of the theme tune. That was really, really fun. Nah, um, don't like it. No, you're not a fan? Nah, not, not a, fan. a fan. Fair enough. Part of, it, part of why I probably like the trailer slightly less. That's fair enough. Um, music is very, very personal choice thing, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, um, yeah. Also, though, I think in terms of creating hype, this is one that does it the best mm. because it really was huge when it came out. It created tons of hype and it just really celebrated the show. And I think the fans love that, to be honest. Um, but yeah, out of five, I'm giving it a five. I really do love it. I'm sorry. I love this so much. So much. Um, what about you? Uh, I, I like it. It's probably the only one from the 50th you need, but they, they need to give us another one for some reason. Um, uh, but it doesn't quite all match up and also just kind of reminds me of, you know, how not great some of the uh, celebration around the show was. In my opinion, it's mm-hmm. a three. That's fair. I think that's a fair rating. I'll I'm enjoying it. I'm having a good time, but I don't love it. It's it's all reminding me of that horrible, horrible shot from the end of Day of the Doctor. That's why I think. Oh my god, I, I just can't think about that. I can't. I can't even. But let's I... pretend. Let's move on. Let's move on. And then we have the Day of the Doctor. I guess an official trailer. This one has clips in, um, and it's also just generic and bad. Uh, oh, I... I don't agree. I don't agree with you. It's because you love it's because you love the fiftieth anniversary, whereas I just like to me this is it's just the same noise and music as like the series five and the series six one to me. I just don't I don't know. And just don't really care and say when you don't like a story as well. I think do you know why I think I really like this trailer? Because it reminds me of how I felt at the time when this trailer came out. The shot of Matt and David standing next to each other, I actually peed my pants when I saw it, like actual pee left my body because I was so happy to see two of my favourite doctors standing next to each other. And again, I think the reason why I feel the way I do about this trailer is because how I feel about the whole era. And I think the reason why you're not as excited makes sense because of how you feel about the whole Yeah, it just reminds me that I don't care about Day of the Doctor. Like, it's fine. Um, like, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Yeah, it's yeah, a, yeah. The trailer is... Whatever. I think, though, it's really effective. It gave us crumbs... But in the best way. Because you mean that, like, oh, they just gave us crumbs. It was nothing. Like, no, this gave us crumbs in the best way. Like, I didn't understand what was happening, but in a good way. Like, it was really good level of ambiguity. Um, and it made it feel like an, an event for me personally. It really made me feel like this was a big thing that was coming. It was a bit short, though, I think. But they didn't give us a lot. And I think it could have been much longer. Um, I, I think, again, I just think if there's a story that you can create atmosphere for, it's it's the 50th anniversary. Exactly. And it's just yeah. kind of weird that they decided to go with generic action movie kind of stuff. Yeah, I agree. That's why it knocks a point off for me. Maybe the 50th anniversary in its own right has some generic action movie stuff that kind of sucks anyway. So That's true. So now we've got the Series 8 preview, which was... There was a few of these, but we've only included one because we can't be asked to be doing all of them. It's basically like these visuals of the 8th Doctor kind of in silhouette around the TARDIS. So it's... This one is the one of Peter standing and there's like slow motion fire behind him and all of that. He's the 12th Doctor, by the way. He's the 12th Doctor, yeah, to, sorry. I tried saying. to whisper it and then you didn't hear, so I was like, just for further impression, he's the 12th Doctor. 
bit serious. Eh? I, I'm insane. Guys, it's hot and my brain isn't working. Um, I would have just preferred a longer trailer with all these visuals together. Like, I just don't, I don't, it's just... If I can, if, Daniel, can I be candid? Yeah, be candid. I hated it. Yeah, it's so what's, weird. What's the point? Why make it 15 seconds? At least give me 30. It starts off kind of, kind of moody. I'm like, oh, okay, this could be interesting. And then even the trailer by the end of it feels like it's rushing. Yeah, it's weird. Hated. Genuinely hated. I think, for me... Rio. The visuals are quite good. A lot of speed ramping. But I just think the shot of Clara in the Doctor's eye is a bit rando. Yeah, and it just like crash zooms into it because they're running out of time. And yeah, it's just way too short for me. And I, I kind of wrote a little thing about how I think it could have been improved. So I said, I would have liked to see more shots of 12 and the TARDIS with more quotes upcoming from the series interspersed. Um, and I know these were all, like, like I said earlier, part of a TV spot kind of campaign they were doing, like these mini little trailers. But it would have been better to just have it as a longer teaser. I yep. think. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I just, it, 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 you know, two out of five for me. I don't really have. I don't really have any notes on it. It's just no, just from start to finish. Just no, no. Yeah. No. Two is only for the visuals alone. Genuinely. Yeah. It's just. My mind's only for the visuals alone, but you know, sit down, sit in the corner, shut up, think about what you've done. You're a one out of five. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's not good. We now have the proper series eight and a preview, whatever they want to call it, the actual series eight trailer. And I'm back to I'm back to having fun. Um, I like that it's narrated by a Dalek. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, life returns, life prevails. Like that's cool. Yeah, like I, it's it's good. It's good getting the Dalek to that because it makes you go, oh, what's the significance? Turns out not really that significant, but it's fun. And this has that. It has the music sting that breaks up clips and it kind of hangs the action around the "Am I a good man?" Yes question it just feels a lot more competently put together than just clips of music yeah i think i agree with that but i do think apart from that am i a good man question it is very ambiguous in its messaging and very weird i don't know i just think it was a little bit disjointed it feels like they're trying to be like you know oh wow this this new doctor is he a good man it's going to be all crazy and it's just kind of it's not really like that is it so no, I think. I mean, this was one of the bigger trailers. Like, this has about had about four point five million views last time I checked. Something like that. Um, people fucking hyped for Peter Capaldi, man. Yeah, people were very hyped for Peter Capaldi. Um, yeah, and it was, you know, I think it achieved in showing, like, look, we're going in a very different direction. Like, we're going darker. We're going more, whatever. But um, the sound mix was weird as well. I don't know. The short choice was weird. I think they had a strange shot selection and I think maybe the editor was limited in their choice, probably, by the looks of it. Yeah, it, it, I, I gave it a three. Same. It felt very just like, it is what it is. It is what it is. Yeah. You know? I think, yeah, I, I don't love it, but it just feels to me like a bit of a return to form of a well-put-together trailer. I agree with that. Series nine. This is just, this is, I like it. I'm sorry. I really like it. You like the? Are you in shock? The 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 horrible grading on everything that makes it look not like. Oh right, okay. And the reason why it's been dumped down to sixteen by nine. I think the aspect ratio was interesting. Yeah. And I think there's a reason for it. I think there's a reason for it, and I think it's because 
the horrible contrast on the whole thing is stupid. And I think the reason why they've done it is because they people do this in trailers sometimes where like when they're only when they've only been given dailies or rushes from set and they have no they have no like um context and they're very weirdly like they're all just a bit weird out of context which does happen like with a lot of trailers when they don't have the series finished they're trying to give it more continuity and more like kind of like a sense of like being stringed together a bit better um so i don't mind see i don't mind the aspect ratio thing too much i don't mind it it's i don't not, love it it's not filmed it's not filmed for that aspect ratio so it just looks it just looks rubbish like it looks like someone looks like someone's got the clips dodgily and has not sort of exported it properly um and the grading the grading is weird i just don't get it i just don't understand like like you say you know i can appreciate that yeah they might not have had access to everything it's fine but like as a as a viewer who would be expected to be enticed by this trailer i'm watching it and going what what's happening here what's going on i i do feel that again the high contrast which is ugly and it was a bad choice um, it's definitely because they hadn't graded the show yet. Like the the color grading team hadn't had a chance to do anything yet. Um, I do personally for me though, and again, editing and all of this stuff is very subjective. Like it, there's not one right answer. There really isn't. But I do think it's some of the best editing we've had, and I do like the music track a lot. It's giving Stranger Things energy, um, which I like. I just I do think the editing's quite good personally. I don't um, think I could focus on anything else. I was so taken out by just how fake it looked um the one shot of missy that is in there of her face is on there for way too long i don't know i was like okay can we cut now it's i did yeah the, the um, clip lasted for long but i did actually like that was like the only shot where the sort of 69 and the grading didn't feel any kind of egregious it looked good actually i actually give it quite a high rating i've given it a four out of five uh purely for the editing alone everything else is bad um mm. but it's good editing for me uh would you give it out of five were you can't polish a sixteen by nine weirdly contrasted turd. That's a big one. <laughs> Fair enough. If it, look again, if it's taking you out of it and it's main, really not letting you focus on what's going on, then that's not good. So that's a fair enough rating. And my my opinion will always come back to you know, like I appreciate they might not have had access to clips. They might be way tough to do daily. People might not have had a chance to color grade on it. That's fine. But also, um, maybe then think about the material you're handing over to your marketing team. I wouldn't blame I wouldn't blame the trailer house or the people editing for it, but I would blame the people who expect them to turn around basically unusable footage. Um, that's one thing I will say. As someone who has been on the editing side of stuff and has been given things, I think production and producers really need to think about the material they're giving to their editors. Like, you can't do much with a very little. You know, for I'm sure for the state the footage was in, this is probably incredibly well put together. Exactly. But I like the editing, personally. I, I, I gave it a 4 out of 5. I like it, but yeah. Next up, we have the short teaser for Series 10. And this does something that I like that we haven't had since the Series 3 trailer, which is it focuses around the new companion. Yes. So it was nice to see Bill up top. I think this is really cute and full of vibes. That's genuinely how I feel. I think... Not just because I'm not a fan of Nardole, sorry. Nardole. Not just it's literally not just because of that. Nardole. Um the only reason I like Nardole being present is so Peter can say Nardole. Because I love that. But 
they should have just had Pearl and Peter at the centre of it. it shouldn't, Nardole shouldn't have been present, purely from a marketing standpoint, because people should have known that he wasn't a popular character to start off with, because he's not. Sorry, like, I know people do like Nardole, and that's fine, and you are valid in your opinion, don't come for me, but he wasn't giving much to the show in terms of marketing it, and I think it should have just been, here's the new companion, here's the current Doctor, they're walking down a corridor in slow motion, it's fucking iconic, it's giving, it's camp. Why is Nardole there? It really took me out of it. I gotta say as well, I don't like the uh, a time for heroes thing. Yeah, it's a bit weird. Yeah, just doesn't feel Doctor. You know, I know it's a time, so they're playing on it, but mm-hmm, doesn't really work for me. I think, especially because they they definitely should have been a bit longer. They don't look like a coherent team. No, they don't. You know what I mean? Like, I love, I love Bill, and I like that version of Twelve, but like they, and I'm only talking about aesthetics. You know what I mean? Like, you look at the trio of. Nardol 12 Bill, they don't look like a team of friends who are going to be heroes. They just, it's no. very strange. So to be like, a time for heroes, I don't look at them and think heroes. I look at Bill and I think hero. And then yeah, I look same. at 12 and Nardol and they seem like they're kind of doing their own thing. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 strange. Um, But I think it's really, really fun. I'm not sure if it created too much hype, though. I don't remember it creating a lot of hype. Mm. Specifically. I, think, I think there was a lot of, there was a lot of ill will towards the show at this point. Yeah, which I did find a bit strange at the time, which we'll get to later on. Yeah, uh, especially because obviously it. a lot of people but... yeah, regard this as you know, Moffat's best season and Capaldi's best season. It's just there was a lot of... Yeah. Yeah, I think general audiences have kind of switched off the show at this point. I wasn't watching it. But what are you giving it out of five, babe? What are you giving this teaser for series 10 out of five? Oh, it's a three. It's like perfectly fun. It's just easy to watch, nice breezy, nothing great, but you know, yeah, three. Agreed. I'm with you on that 100%. So now we've got the series 10 trailer, the generic one, right. This for me really suffers in one massive aspect. And I've mentioned it a million times. I'm going to mention it again. This has, this is the biggest victim of they had not finished the show yet. And there was a lot of unfinished footage in there. There were shots in there that were just flat. Like they weren't color graded. They were flat, like actually just straight out of camera raw footage flat, like bad. And it was like, whoa, hold on. Like half of it is it has too much saturation on it, too much contrast, and then the other half is just flat. And it's like, but like, just do a temporary grade on it. Like, what are you doing? Like, you know. Agreed. But counterpoint, vibes. Mm-hmm. For for a vibes point of view, I really had fun. It has jokes. Like I've been missing that for about the past twelve trailers yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. You know, uh, like the show is camp. Let's have some fun. But, you know, yes. it's got some seriousness in there if it needs to be. There's some creepy imagery that I like. Um, I, like this would this would make me want to watch Series 10 out of anything. Well, well, this is why I'm a bit disappointed in it, because this would have been one of the highest rated trailers of the lot, honestly, mm. if it if wasn't the... for the fact that they only had half... Like, you can tell one half of the series was colour graded and was finished, yeah, completely ready. The other half still had yet to be graded. It really took me out of it personally. Um, again, because that's because I have a weird, different lens on everything. Um, I do think it has a lack of clips and a lack of cohesion for me, but it's so fun. And that's what, for me, for me, it's a three. Fair. No, I really, I really enjoyed it. I felt like we were kind of back on, on form. Like some of the grading stuff is a bit weird, but like the actual way it was put together, the pace it was moving at, um, and how it used its clips and its choice of dialogue was so engaging and made me want to watch Series 10, even though I don't actually really love it that much, like, that I couldn't help but give it a four. I think it created hype for sure. Yeah. yeah. It created hype for me, for spoiling. <laughs> yeah. 
So, yeah, yeah I, I looked at it as a four. And now we have Ushering in the New. First Female Doctor comes, the first trailers that actually feel like they can fit the Hollywood aesthetic because of the way the show's shot. It's amazing, isn't it, how you can go from series 10 to 11. They just have the feel of being a lot more contemporary. The, uh, this is now where we're in the era of trailers where we are really taking them seriously and they are what they are. This has... And whoever edited this, like, amazing. Like, honestly, really great editing. I do, however, though, and you might agree with me, you might disagree with me, I don't know. Yeah. But tell me what you think. The, I like I like this, like you said, they're taking it seriously. But because of how well edited and put together everything it is, it, it fits so well into that kind of, like, big Hollywood trailer template that it ends up just feeling a little generic. It does feel a bit generic, for sure. Like, I'm for not sure. quite getting a sense of the ear and the 13th Doctor as a character and some of the unique, unique campness of Doctor Who. It's just a bit maybe too serious. We've got to do a proper trailer now. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I liked it, but I didn't love it. But there is one that I love. So I think for me, this doesn't give away too much at all, but it shows us more than enough because we've got a new doctor and a new set of companions and there's three of them um i think it really shows the visuals of the series really well and the vibe of it i think it absolutely captured the vibe of series 11 perfectly um and i will say i love the quote they used of jody that runs through the whole thing of like if i ask really nicely will you be my best friends like that whole thing the way it's just into yeah it's a good little like punchline at the end isn't it it's really, I think it's really, really good. I think it's really good, but it is a bit generic. It does I think suffer it's, from that. I think it's good. Not really, but I think it's good. Were you giving it out a five then? Three. I give it a four. Fair. I'm like, enjoyment, time, good, really well put together, but we're just shy of something great. So next we've got series 12. This upsets me, and I'll tell you why it upsets me, because this had the potential to be like a five out of five for me, but that fucking music, that literally sounds like straight out of an Argos advert. That's the I say it sounds like a YouTube ad. Yeah, exactly. I'm so glad you agree. It really does. Because this, if literally, better music track on it, this would be an all-timer. This would be my favourite one they've ever done. For sure. But it, that music really fucks me off. Like, yeah. properly pisses me so off. So annoying. But like... Oh. Very annoying. Yeah, it's almost more irritating than some of the others because oh, it's like yeah, it was so close. It so was so close. close for me, and it's and it's annoying as well because like actually the way they edit in time, like the the way they time the cuts for yeah. the music is is done really good. It's just I don't like the music that they're it's cutting amazing. in time with. <laughs> um, yeah, amazing. But yeah, it's got like it's got some good little jokes. It has those like moments for the trailer just to take a breath and have a comedic beat, and the comedic beat lands for me. Yeah. Um both times i really really like it i just yeah something better than that music thing we would have been we would have been there and i'm watching an advert for grammarly that's what it feels like <laughs> like that music yeah. you know uh yeah we are so so close to to greatness there the 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 rhythm i love the rhythm that it uses i love how fun it is and i think it has a perfect amount of ambiguity in it um so my rating might shock people because of how highly I praised it, but the music genuinely takes it really quite down for me. So I gave it a three and a half out of five because of how much I hate the music. 
genuinely. Yeah, I, mean, I do just like the music, but for me, it's a, it's a four. It's like you would be the five out of five. You would be best boy on this whole list if you had a yeah, music yeah, yeah, track. Yeah. But like, I still can't hate it that much. And it made me want to go rewatch series twelve because I really like series twelve. Yeah, series twelve is fucking fun. I can't wait to talk about that series. Seriously, like I'm excited. And now we move into flux. Flocks. The flocks. Flocks. Oh no. Um, this one for me again just has a kind of generic problem. Like. It feels like it has to be epic because it's the Flux and it's the epic series, but like I don't know, it just doesn't really work for me. And this again has the problem of doing the vroom, 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 vroom. yeah, yeah, have yeah, Dan yeah, yeah. go oh something something, and then carry on. It just kills the pacing dead. And yeah, like I like I like the this could sound really bizarre because it's not really something I think we've mentioned so far, but I like the title cards. So like the the cards are all right. Yeah, like I think they're nice. I like. I always liked the design of that sort of look of the scarf with the rainbow kind of mentioned like trailing off at the end. Like I think having that sort of you know across six epic chapters stuff like that. I was like, oh, that, that's making me feel maybe a bit more excited than I otherwise was. But yeah, it feels a bit like they're going flux is big. It's a big thing. So it's a big trailer. It's going to be epic, but it feels a little yeah. And the moments don't land as well yeah. for me. This is a look at our cast that we have trailer. Like it's just <laughs> showcasing the actors. And as someone again who has done this, I've been given notes from production about we need to showcase all the actors we have. And I don't always think it's to the the. the it's I think it's to the detriment of the show there, sometimes. There is only one trailer in the world that does the look at the cast trailer well, and that's the first trailer for Knives Out. Yep, agreed. Yeah. Because the cast is part of the, the the whole vibe. Yeah, and it's so that makes sense. Yeah, but yeah, when you're just like, we just have a TV show, but you need to show everybody. It's 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 so annoying, and I hate it. I hate that kind of thing. Um, I think it's a bit basic. The editing is good, but it's a bit basic. Um, I love the first shot that they use though of Jodie putting the Sonic up and like covering her ear, and it's like, oh, okay, we're bringing, we're going into it. It's cool. The sound mix was a bit off for me on this one as well, yeah. from memory. Um, yeah. And I don't think he created a ton of hype for the show from memory either. And I'm, I mean, at this point, the show wasn't doing great, so that's part of it as well. Yeah, um, I, I, it's weird because I don't remember. I watched Flux as it was broadcasting. But I think I'd only caught up with the show maybe when it was about two episodes in, I think. Um, so I don't remember if I watched this trailer. I think I was just sold on the concept of a six-part continuing story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. I think I'd been yeah. sold on some of the other marketing stuff, and I don't actually remember watching this trailer. Like I remember watching the trailer for the specials and stuff then, but yeah, I think this is the point where I eventually caught up to the show, and I yeah, I don't remember watching the trailer. But I might, I must have done, but I don't know, I can't, I don't, if I did, I mean, that's bad, because it's not stuck in my mind, and it's only, like, two years old. Yeah, this is it. it? <laughs> um, what are you giving Flux out of five, I mean, the trailer? It's, it's still a good trailer, it's still well put together, it's a th- it's a three out of five, it's quite watchable, but it's nothing amazing. Agreed. I give it a three, too. I completely agree with you. And then now, we've got one we have an episode on, so go listen to it. Uh, it's the 60th. Um, before I say anything else, I think we may have rated it in our episode. And if my rating doesn't correlate to the one in that episode, mind your business, because time and nuance and things. 
we're not going to dwell on this one too much because we literally have a whole episode on it. Like I'm, you know, I'm going to be controversial, and I'm going to say I, I actually, I don't know. I think I kind of just protest this in general. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what I think about it. I don't know what I rate it. I don't know because there's no excitement because I know what's come, and I think. I'm finding it hard to be objective about this because I can't decide if it's good or well put together or how I feel about the trailer because I'm it's all it's always going to be not enough because I just want the episodes and I'm oh, I don't I don't know I don't know I, I'm so I haven't even given it a rating to be honest I've given it a place in the ranking but I I don't even think I can put a number on it the only thing I oh, that's can fair enough. say objectively about it is I really like the arrangement of strings that play over the logo when the logo appears um but I yeah I just struggled with it so much because there's too much unknown at this point, in my opinion. Do you know what I think? I think once we, because you're so right, I think once we know what's happening in the 60th, then we can look back on it and be like, okay, whatever. But we would have been remiss not to include it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't I don't blame for including it. I'm just like, I've got to live my truth. And my truth is, it hurts my brain to try and think about it objectively. And that is your truth. Do you know what I think it is? This is how I feel about it, right? So I gave it a three and a half out of five, right? And I'll tell you why. It created fucking hype. Oh, Absolutely. Yeah. You know, sticking shooty right at the end. <laughs> Hilarious. Um, I think the quote selection is really good. Here's the thing. Here's my last quote I'll say on this. The last thing I'll say on this, and then we can move into our ranking. The editor who had to do this had a really fucking hard job. Like, really... Like, produc- production and this editor, whoever edited it, had a very fucking hard job. And I think they did really well with making it as ambiguous as possible without giving away too much, also giving away a little bit. It, it's a really, really tricky balance with this specifically. And I think they achieved it. And you have that joy of knowing that there's like three episodes crammed into a very short trailer and you don't know what's from what. It's very smart. So purely from that standpoint, I have to give it a three and a half for that alone. Because it's a really hard job. I wouldn't be able to do this. I'd, I wouldn't be able to do it. Like, I would struggle. Yeah. So, yeah. Nice. Nice. Good stuff. So, ranking, tit for tat. Let's get straight into it. Let's not beat around the bush, eh? Um At 21, for me, is Series 6. Uh, 21, for me, Series 9. Damn, okay, yeah. damn. And again, uh, if our rankings don't, not rankings, if our scores out of five don't align with this, we've said this before in the pod, don't care. We're doing it based on vibes. Doesn't matter. <laughs> at 20, I've got the Series 8 preview. So, you know, the little... 22nd, whatever it was, of Peter in the TARDIS. That's where that is. At number 20, I have the Series 8 preview, Am I a Good Man? The 15 seconds. Yeah. yeah. At 19, I have Series 2. Oh. Oh. At number 19, I have the Series 5 Exploding Ground teaser. At 18, I have the Series 5 Exploding Ground teaser. <laughs> <laughs> At 18, I have the Series 6 trailer. At 17, I have the Series 8 trailer. Mm-hmm. At number 17, I have the Series 5 main trailer. 16, Series 10, the main one. 16, the clip space Day of the Doctor trailer. Mm. So not the 50th okay. anniversary on the second one. At 15, I've got the Series 10 teaser. At 15, I have the Series 1 trip of a lifetime. At 14, I've got Series 7, the Part 1 trailer. 
At number 14, I have the Series 4 Campfire. At 13, I've got Series 12. At 13, I have the Series 10 Teaser. Okay. At 12, I have Series 13 Flocks. 12, I have Day of the Doctor, the 50-year waxwork trailer. I think this is the most we've differed on a ranking to date. Mm-hmm. Right? At 11, I've got the Series 7 preview, so the Part 2 trailer. At 11, I have Flux. At 10, I've got the Series 5 preview, so the actual like main show one. At number 10, I have the first half of Series 7 trailer. At 9, I've got the Series 3 trailer. At 9, I have the Series 4 trailer. Ah, close, close. Um, At 8, I've got the Series 11 trailer. At 8, I have the 60th anniversary trailer. At 7, I've got the Series 1 trailer. At 7, I've got the Series 11 trailer. At 6, I've got Series 9. At 6, I've got Series 8. (laughs) At number 5, top 5, here we go. It's crunch time, baby. I have the 60th. At 5, I've got Series 2. At 4, I've got the Day of the Doctor trailer, the generic one. At 4, I've got the Series 10 trailer. At three, I've got the Series 4 Campfire trailer. At three, I've got the Series 12 trailer. At two, so top two now. At two, I've got the Day of the Doctor 50-year trailer, so you know the one with the waxworks and everything. At number two, I have the back half of Series 7 preview. Oh, interesting. Mm -hmm. And then at one, I've got the Series 4 preview. The, 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 the... Number one, top slot baby, Series 3. Nice, nice, nice. This is good. This is good. I like when we differ sometimes because I feel like it may come across to the to, to I was about to say the viewer, the listener, uh, that we just like to agree with each other. And it's like no, we just genuinely with Doctor Who specifically, we do have quite similar opinions on stuff, but not trailers seemingly. Yeah, and also like the early series, we have a lot of shared ground, and then once we start to get later into it, we'll disagree probably a lot more anyway. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Good stuff. So that's trailers. That's marketing, and that's come along pond. Elliot, please give us the, give us, give us the, give us the outro. Like a dad hastily on Christmas night, I'm going to do the wrap up. Hey. Christmas Eve, rather. Oh, that will be better. Close, close. So that brings the curtains down on another wonderful episode of the Come Along Pond podcast. A trailer for uh, as good as we can be, maybe. We hope you had fun. We sure did. Um, please, no fighting. Anyway, if you like what you heard and you want to support us, you can do that over on Patreon, patreon.com forward slash come along pond podcast. If you want to be like Lewis, like River, like Jason, like Becca Judson Smith, like Abby Potts, like David Cummings, like Jack Wilson, like Jack Parker, and Ben Summersall, you can join our one tier. It's £3 per month. It's the companion tier. For that, you get a shout out on the show, as you just said. And of course, you get to support us. Hopefully, one day, get us to set up a PO box. You keep the lights going, it would be really appreciated. However, times are hard, I understand. Don't fear, you can get in touch. Come along, pondpod at gmail.com if you want to be as cool as Jack, as Creighton, and as Orla, you can send us some correspondence, we'll read it out, and we will appreciate your time. With that being said, though, other ways you can engage with the show, we're over on Twitter, twitter.com forward slash DW. Over there, we post once weekly when an episode goes live. If you tweet something out as mentions and something, you draw a little doodle, send it over there. We will see it. We will engage. However, as I say, that's just me managing that on my own now, so you can see how woeful the show is when I'm left to my own devices. Um, 
However, do not you think? Don't blame you. Do you miss fleets? I miss fleets. Well, you can kind of get those in like video forms if you go over to TikTok. TikTok.com forward slash come along pom podcast. I'm almost sure of it. I know you know what the TikTok is because if you've heard this, you probably found us through TikTok. And that's not an insult. I, I enjoy that. But over there, there's fun little camp vignettes. Trailers, you might say, for the show. You can enjoy clips, subtitles, and probably some hateful comments because that's what TikTok's all about. Anyway... Your one-stop shop, though, Instagram, Come Along Pond Podcast. You've got fleets over there, but they're called stories. You have an Instagram Live, which if you didn't hear, it's archived. You can go watch that, but we might do more of those. There are TikToks that exist as these little itty-bitty things called Reels, and they get posted over there. But if you want to keep up with us, what we're doing, updates information you want to think hmm this has come out a week later than i was expecting and it's not about the two-parter well you would know that if you just followed the instagram like i'm telling you to right now anyway with all that being said thank you so much for listening and uh, yeah have a, a lovely lovely rest of your day download it's been a bit of pleasure chatting to you as always been a pleasure talking about this weird niche that i'm really passionate about incidentally it's been lovely talking to all of you at home as well and we give you air from our gorgeous lungs. Boiling hot lungs. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Bye. Bye. Bye-bye now. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Bye-bye now. Damn right, I've just parked up. I've got the trailer hitched round back. Are we ready to talk about this now or what? <laughs>